Spooky, spooky, scary, scary, spooky, spooky, spooky. Grandma's cookies. Every town has a scary story, something whispered about, something your older sister tells you when your parents can't hear, then you repeat at a sleepover, long after the lights have gone out. If we're very lucky, we won't end up as one of those stories. What story? What story would I end up? As an urban legend. Do you know what an urban legend is? That's what, you know, mommy, when I go skiing, I have to put those on. It gets the snow off my pants, right? Leggings. No, an urban legend. Oh, urban leggings. So like camouflage <laughs> leggings. <laughs> no, an urban legend is a story that people tell each other. And they can be modern or they can be very old. Very old? Like 20? Oh, more than that. Like hundreds oh. and hundreds. The grandma's a hundred and hundred. Oh my gosh. Grandma tells me all these all the time. She says, you better clean your room or nothing's going to happen to my cookies for me. Grandma's really nice to me. My mommy does so much. She wants me to clean rooms. Is that an urban legend? Cleaning your room? I think so. Unfortunately, no. Not cleaning oh. your room. It should be. It should be. Okay, fine. So an urban legend is a story. It can be old or new, but it's something to tell. And you got to tell one person and another person, and they go, Spookies, spookies. Yep, that is correct. And today we are talking about a collection of scary stories that you might have heard before. Oh, I, I don't. I don't hear nothing. What'd you hear? Yeah. Hey, it wasn't me. That was a different Nick McGee that didn't clean his room as a bad boy. I'm a good boy. I always clean my room. Well, that's good, because I think yeah. there are some things in there that might smell. Just a pea soup. <laughs> well, do you know what's better than a scary story, Mick? Maybe. <laughs> well, how about a scary story paired with very creepy drawings? Oh, ah, uh, Mick McGee. Full disclosure now. Big word. Ah, uh, scary drawings are scary for Mick McGee. They come to life in his head. They can feel like that sometimes. Yeah. No, really, to escape, and then mommy wasn't seen. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen to any of our listeners. Not no more, as long as they send me cookies. <laughs> What's okay, scary stories, scary drawings? What kind of scary drawings? All kinds. Okay. And they are all in the book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. How can you read in the dark? Well, you That's impossible. Well, you don't read them in the dark. You tell oh. them in the dark. What do you tell them? 
Say, don't read in the dark. That's why I tell my stories. And I'm like, no, I have to read in the dark. Like, no, I can't. Like, okay. I said, no. I said, yes, please. Now let's get something. Yes, please. Well, Scary Stories to Read in the Dark is a collection written by Alvin Schwartz. Alvin Schwartz. Oh, I know him. He's got a brother, Simon and Theodore. I love him, Alvin Schwartz. Oh, not that Miss, Alvin. Miss him, Miss here again. Oh, that's not their song, is it? <laughs> oh, not that Alvin. This Alvin. is No. Nope, this is a person, not a chipmunk. So in this collection, you will find chilling stories, some of which are even true. (gasps) You'll also find eerie poetry and songs. And even better, you'll find the very scary illustrations of Stephen Gamble. I don't know him at all. There's no joke from Nick McGee in this one. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen Rommel. If that's his real name, as my friend would say. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So this is called Urban Stories to Tell on the Child's in the Dark and Cleaning His Room? Nope, this is called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, scary stories. I <laughs> know, no. Wait, there's... Does Nicole have a scary story? I do have a scary story to tell today. Oh, I love Nicole's stories again! Dark time. Yep, it is story time. And this story is true. True? Yep. Well, there is a tunnel... Where near where I live, called the Corvette Tunnel. And it's a really narrow tunnel on a road way back in the woods. And it's pretty creepy all by itself. But it's even worse when you find out how it got its name. Teenagers used to drag race out there late at night. Do you know what that means? That means they wear different clothing? No, not that kind. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I can't drive. I got a bicycle. I got a shrek. Vroom, 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 vroom. It's like Ralph's mouse making the bike go. That's what I do. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Well, a drag race is like an unofficial race. It's usually illegal. And the tunnel was a popular place to do that because the cops didn't usually come around there. And the tunnel was notorious because only one car could fit through at a time. So whoever got to the tunnel first would almost always win. So one night, a group of kids gathered for a race. One guy was racing with his girlfriend in the car. And when they reached the tunnel, he was nose to nose with the other guy. Neither of them wanted to break. They were too scared of being called chicken. But when they got to the tunnel, of course, only one car could fit through. And the second car, and the car with the guy and his girlfriend in the front seat, crashed into the wall instead. And neither of them made it out alive. But what about the chicken? Did the chicken make it? Well, neither one of them were chickens, but I think they would have made it if they had been. Nuggets. 
And if you don't believe me, you can find out for yourself. How do I find out? Well, you go to the Corvette tunnel at night, park at the entrance, and listen. You might hear the sound of tires squealing or of the teenager's screams. And if you're really brave, flash your headlights three times. If you do, the ghost Corvette will come out of the tunnel, heading right for you. And remember, the driver doesn't break. Oh, no, it is spooky. <sighs> three times? Why three times? I don't know. That's just how it works. That's how you call the ghost. I called the ghost three times once. I said, Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. Candyman. And a guy came with candy. It was really kind of cool. Actually, he wasn't a ghost. He was just a big guy. That's all it was. I saw him. I saw the candy man. He's like, you want some candy? I'm like, yeah, I want candy. And he's not a stranger because I've seen him. he got bees on him, so he's fine. Okay, orange candy. And he's like, you're a good Mick Mickey. I'm like, yes, I am a good Mick Mickey. Back to my grandma. Not my mom. And she can tell you the same thing. So I gave him more candy and more candy and more candy. And then uh, Mick Mickey got grounded. Yeah. Apparently, I believe the word I was using was allegedly. You, after summoning Candy Man, you just have to, like, you know, you can't steal candy. Stealing candy is wrong. Even from the Candy Man, he's called the Candy Man. I don't know. I thought he was giving everyone candy. Mick McGee had no idea. And eventually, they're like, you owe me 15 bucks. I was like, I'm Mick McGee. I don't have money in real pockets. How can I have money? Fifty bucks as much. And I said, okay, I know what to do. And I got on my bicycle and vroom, 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 vroom. But unfortunately, I wasn't actually pedaling. I was just going vroom, 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 vroom. And they caught me really easily. And now I'm grounded. So, uh, Mick McGee doesn't have story today. But he does have two spooky stories from my listeners. Ah! Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, for one story is from this guy. I think it's a guy. He's called Naba. No, wait. N-A. That's <laughs> his name. N-A. Bataglia. I had a Bataglia once. But I think the doctor removed it. I don't know what happened to it no more. It's called 18 Holes of Horror in Upstate New York. <gasps> Oh, that's kind of it by Poconos and Buffalo and Binghamton and stuff like that. Oh, no! Not upstate New York. Okay, this might be too scary. Tuck in the Adirondacks. This is too many big words. The Sycamore Resort is located on both the landing. Ah, Lake George. I don't know Lake George. I know Lake Vanessa, I know a Lake Daphne, I know a Lake Bacoco, but not a Lake George. I think he's making this up. This is not a true story. But I read it anyways. Dating back to the early 1880s, the Sycamore Resort is consistently regarded as one of the most regarded hotels in the United States. <gasps> Where's the United States at? The United States is right underneath Canada. 
Ah, it's like the basement of Canada. <laughs> United States, the basement of Canada. United States, the basement of Canada. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, particularly in the Northeast, where it's rated one of the top resorts year after year. But with a history dating almost a century and a half, the Sycamore Resort is also one of the most haunted places in the United States, which we establish is the basement of Canada. And there's spooky stuff. So spooky, the staff quit. The chef quit. And they didn't leave a check for the chef at all. He just quit. He's like, no, I'm out of here. Not even the sous chef, not even Scooch was there. See, that that's a, that's a BBC joke. <laughs> I don't know what's BBC. The staff and I mean, one hotel chef reported having a fallout conversation with a blonde who walked straight through the walls. Ooh, that's spooky. The urban legend dates back to the 1950s. <gasps> that's got like to be two years old. Where a young boy obsessed with golf, 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 and more golf. And then he was just doing golf and more golfing and golfing and golfing. And then, you know what happened to him? What happened? He was hit by a car from a bridge. <laughs> I think these stories intersect somewhere. And the golf boy still rocks the golf course at night, waiting just to get a hole in one, or at least a hole in the head. And that's that urban legend from oh, a very spooky writer, N.A. Battaglia. Oh, but guess what? There's more! <laughs> that's right, because people are so nice, and because mommy is so mean. I, I had two people write in, and we got awesome fans! They saved Nick McGee from not being grounded, I'm still grounded, so now they're not awesome. I guess your fans aren't that awesome, are you fans? You left me grounded. You should pay my bills next time. But that's okay. I got this one from Ed Ahern called The Virginia Creeper. And Nick definitely had to ride that 15 times to make sure it said Virginia. That's okay. Leg broke, I think. Reaching down. Oh no! Facts all twisted. Slow, slow. Oh. Scream! Shin bones sticking out! Not much blood yet. Can't move! Help! 10 second pause. Help! 20 second pause. Help! Beatlemania. Nobody cuts through this ravine but me. And some kids. I was out of town, so it wasn't Mick McGee. I didn't push him down. Or did I? He should have gave me Grandpa's brownies. He didn't want me to have brownies. I wanted some. He said no, so I pushed him down. And now he's yelling, help. I mean, Ahem. now he's yelling, help. And Mick McGee doesn't know why. I didn't push him that hard, did I? <laughs> he 
said give him a hand, so I did. It wasn't attached to anything, don't he, Farrell? That's my story. Look, oh, man. He must have passed out. And then things are happening. He still can't move. And the head throbs, bursting with pain. Without even touching it, his rings were scribbling. And also screaming, the bottle's gone. Look at around. The Virginia Creeper's all over now. Some poison ivy, too. Booze could under any of it. Help! It hurts to yell. It sure does. I know the meaning. Bugs! Bugs! Flies! Mosquitoes! It smells like stinky stuff. Ah! The light dwindles. The pores are closing. The growth slows. Breathing change. No more day gas. Exhale night gas. Leaves under mold shivering. Shut up, Pit! Help! And he screams and he screams. But that's okay. You know why? Why? Because the hurt fades. Then gone. Sap starts to flow. Rats spreading. Burrow further spreading. Climb, spread, climb and grow. He turns into a plant. <laughs> he was a person that didn't give me brownies or candy. And now he's a plant. <laughs> and you know what with plants, what we do? What do we do with plants? We weed them. <laughs> because the plants, they don't have candy either. I tried. He's just, 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 just hanging around. That's all he does is hang around. And that's from a very spooky, spooky Ed Ahern. Cloud. Virginia Creeper. And that's our spooky stories. I'm so spooked out. Oh, this is called Urban Falls. No, Urban Creepers. Jeepo Creeper Legends. Yeah, Legends of the Fall Creepers. What's this called again? Yeah. This is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yep, by Alvin Schwartz. Oh, this sounds like a good book. I want to read that book. That's what I'm going to do. We're all going to go, and we're going to get grandma's... I'm still grounded. Never mind. Kids, you go. Get grandma's cookies. Bring me grandma's cookies. And then you get a book somewhere where they should get the book. Where they find books, I forget. Well, if you want to read scary stories to tell in the dark, you can find it at your local library. Wow, I love the libraries. They're so cool. Mine has brownies. It's awesome. Yeah, libraries are one of the best places to hang out. You know where also the best place to hang out? Hmm. The canyon walls. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie Hurt. I hope you didn't enjoy the fall. I'll see you in the trip. Okay, I don't think that makes sense anymore. Okay, Mommy says it's time to go. Mick McGee's grounded again. I gotta go. Oh, no. So, we still do next week, right? Yep, we'll see everybody next week. And don't forget to watch. So, the next time we need a scary story, don't forget to watch for one of our story calls. So, the next time we have a scary story, it might be from you. 
Bye, everyone. Bye, bye. Bye. We'll see you next week.